Hello out there in podcast land and welcome back to Spoilers, a bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network where hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, give your insight on the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host Adam, I'm joined by the Maestro, <laughs> and also by Cowboy. I may not be a power tool, but you can sure use your hands on me. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking forward to these now. Oh, these uh, the little quips that you got. Last time you were a video game player or something about pushing buttons. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, this week, we continue our quarantine block of episodes to help us through these tough times. As you know, new movies are not being released, so my usual method of choosing movies is also on quarantine. So last week we decided, because we did a fantastic movie. What did we do last week? Was it Maverick? No, <laughs> Groundhog's Day. We did Groundhog's Day and we did Maverick before that. And they're both fun movies. So we thought, you know what? Instead of doing the bad movies we usually do, let's inject some positivity and pick a good movie that you all should have watched. And if you haven't watched it, maybe you'll want to watch it now. Uh, this, this is a weird choice because it is not technically a movie. It is actually a web series when it first was released. You can now buy it on DVD. It is, I guess, technically a movie. It's not very long. <laughs> maybe it's more of a short film. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, I do th- like how... Sorry to interject, oh. but I do like how even during now the movie of it, it's got the cuts and the credits, do, 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 you know, after each That's series right, yeah. you know, in between. Right. I, I like so, that aspect. W- the movie we're watching now, or the whatever we're watching now, is because of Cowboy. He brought it up last week, and I love the idea, and now we're doing it. This is 2008's Dr. Horrible's Sing Along Blog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was directed by Joss Whedon which you may know from everything. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, he's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Avengers, Age of Ultron, uh, other, the other Avengers, Cabin in the Woods, Dollhouse, which is an amazing series, uh, Angel, Firefly, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This guy does nothing but good things. He's, I, I've, I've loved this guy for a long time. Once I realized that he was, uh, all the shows that I, w- I would like, turns out he was behind them, I was like, this guy... This guy's amazing. I need to follow him more closely. Uh, it also stars uh, Doogie Hauser, NPH, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. Nathan Fillion from Firefly, from Castle, from everything that's also awesome. Felicia Day, The Guild. If you have not seen The Guild, it's another web series. It's uh, basically a – it follows a guild, which is a MMORPG term for team group of people. It's, it's a nerdy kind of <laughs> – version of the league which is about fantasy did football you, did you also know she's on supernatural is that right yeah oh. she's in a lot of things she's also uh shoot i want to call it uh, birds of prey or something not birds of prey really no she's she's part of a oh it'll come to you later damn it organization that she's part of uh, anyway and also uh simon helberg who plays moist which you may know more closely as wallowitz howard wallowitz yes from big bang theory by the way, That's right. from Big Bang Theory, uh, Felicia Day's character is named Penny, which was kind of cool. I thought it was interesting. Anyway, synopsis of the film, then we'll get into our opinions about it. An aspiring supervillain must balance his career and his pursuit of a beautiful do-gooder. Have you seen this before? Cowboy. Of course I have. Oh, right. Yeah, I brought it up. That's, that's true. I guess that would, that's a dumb question. <laughs> yeah, no. Actually, I was introduced to this movie by yours truly. Oh, by yourself? I was talking about Adam. All right, yes. Oh. <laughs> I, I think I was at your house one time drunk. Um, and well, never I was at your house. Yeah, never. Um, and you were like, have you seen this? But I don't know how we got on the subject. Neil Patrick Harris came up. You're like, Oh, have you seen Dr. Horrible sing along blog? We were talking about musicals or something like that. I believe that sounds right. And (laughs) yeah. And you were like, Oh, you got to see this. And I like fell in love with it. It's a beautiful thing. I I think the first time though, I watched it. I think I was way too drunk to understand what the hell was going on. It was just (laughs) funny as hell. All right. Very good. Maestro, have yes. you seen this before? Why? Well, yes, I have. Yeah. Do, do you recall how long ago it was that you saw this? God, it had to be around the same time you told Cowboy about it. I, I feel like I discovered this within two, maybe three years of it coming out. 
it, it might have been maybe within the year even it came out. Because uh, as I recall, there was a, a giant writer strike that was happening. So there was no more new content coming out. And then this was there like, oh. And in my mind, I remember thinking this is a Neil Patrick Harris thing that he put out because he's so amazing. And writers can't write things. So he put this whole thing together himself. And now it's yeah. amazing. So I, I gave Neil Patrick Harris credit for this for a long period of time until I realized it was Joss Whedon, which makes everything I like. So why did I... How was I surprised by that? Mm, I I don't know. Right. Uh, one part I, I realized because I've seen it many times before. I would make maybe two or three times before, but when I watched it this last week, um, I finally picked up on the fact that uh, when he's reading the response letter yes. from that horse, um, it's actually the the songs that are going along with the horse and the guys yeah. talking about you know. They're actually reading the letter. Riss. Oh, Riss. Yes. You didn't pick it up the first time? I did not pick uh, that up the okay. first time. No. That's that, so great. That always tickled the hell out of me because Neil Patrick Harris, you see him reading the letter. And as they're saying, like, he still votes nay. You, you can see Neil Patrick <laughs> Harris's head going, still votes nay. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like he's reading it in the same way that they're seeing it. It was just like, that's amazing. Oh, I, I think as corny as this is, it was very ingenious absolutely there are it is very corny in in many parts but it's not the kind of corny like dad joke corny it's more just like a it's it's a laugh that comes out of like oh that's kind of lame i did but i did not see it coming therefore now it's hilarious (laughs) (laughs) it's creative enough to get you past the corniness of it and I think the songs are very catchy. Oh my god! And that's that's the biggest thing when it comes to a musical. Mm-hmm. Um, is you have to have catchy tunes. Yeah. As soon as I was done watching this movie the first time, the first thing I did was get the soundtrack, and yeah. then I was singing it all day in the car, and I was uh, even singing it with my daughter. My daughter and I would do the uh, the duet with. The, I think um, you showed. The, uh, I'm pretty sure you showed this to me soon after you found it. Okay. Because I remember going places with you <clears throat> in your car, and we would blast this soundtrack going down the freeway or going to a bar. Yeah. But you strategically turned it down when we got close to the bar. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> we, we had a lot of weird traditions uh, it, it, back in the days. Uh, I, I remember, I recall we used to do a lot of LMFAO going to the uh, to the bars. Where we'd yep. just be singing that out. And once we got closer, we'd kind of turn down as well. Because we're being yeah. silly and kind of getting ourselves uh, amped up to go into the into we're, the into the We're bar getting room. the silliness out of us before we get to the serious bar where we're going to be <laughs> not picking up on chicks. Because right. we never picked up on chicks at bars. Well, the, the intention always was to pick up on chicks. But as soon as we got there, it was like, <laughs> no, this is not happening. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We're having too much fun no. with ourselves. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, right. No. We'd rather just, oh, hey, and, look at those. Nah, too much work. Right. And, <laughs> and I wonder how much of that was the silliness getting us to the bar. We're just like wrapping ourselves up, like trying to get high energy. And now we're just goofy and be like, who cares? We're just have fun, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't even care about chicks right yeah, now. Let's no. just have a good time. Yeah. You know? Although a man's got to do what a man's got to do. And sometimes yes. that's uh, dancing around like a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> hey, some of the other traditions, we'd listen to a lot of standard music. Uh, yep. Sometimes big band music, mm-hmm. you know, Rat Pack. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Uh, good times, but yeah, I, I do recall having Doctor Horrible on uh, for a long period of time when it first came out, and like I was saying, the, my, my daughter and I would do the the harmony part, the uh, the look around <clears throat> sing, uh, where I would sing Neil Patrick Harris and she would sing Felicia Day, and we get the harmonies down and we would just like high five each other. Like, yeah, we, we nailed that song. We do. We did such a good job. Let's do it again. Yeah. Put it on repeat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we can do better this time. Right. <laughs> I, I do recall even parts where we were correcting each other or, or I would pause it or she would pause it and be like, no, no, they got to start over. You messed up that line. <laughs> so, so, so we'd go back to the beginning. That's called training. <laughs> It's, I call it rehearsing. Yeah, basically, it, it's it's all a rehearsal. Eventually, this will come to uh, come to light. Well, it's it's sort of like when we did the Greatest Showman. Oh, that's we true. We rehearsed that song. Yeah, we've been rehearsing the hell out of that. And uh, was it, uh, coming up in uh, in July. 
Is that still going to happen? Is that you think that's still a possibility? You know what? I don't know. It, it depends on how this whole thing goes on. You know what I mean? Yeah, we had talked about on Random Acts of Tangent about our uh, karaoke. Uh, this is the greatest birthday or something. I don't know if we had a name for it. Uh, <laughs> I think it was the greatest birthday show ever. Okay, that's right. Yeah, we were going to do karaoke. That was the greatest birthday show. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see how, how things go when it gets closer. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I, I I like how Neil Patrick Harris's character. By the way, uh, spoiler alert: uh, we all love this movie. So, so this is going to be more of a uh, celebration of. There, there are a couple parts that I found that I, that are kind of like, hey, yeah, that's weird. But also, I don't think I don't think Maestro, I don't think Maestro liked the fight scenes very much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there was as much action. It was it was fun though. It was fun. Oh, it was great. Let's see. Uh, so anyway, so I, I took a, a bunch of notes, and again, most of these notes are more about talk about that part because it was great. Instead of this is bullshit. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> so at, at the beginning, uh, we we first meet Doctor Horrible. We're, we're getting set up with the premise of what everything is. Uh, he's got a blog. He's a, he's a villain blogging about his conquests, which in itself is pretty funny. Uh, and I, because if you're a bad guy, you're not supposed to spell out your plan. And that also comes into play later on, (laughs) but he, he was talking about this, uh, this guy that like, uh, Johnny Snow or or, maybe before Johnny Snow that he wants to get into. Yeah. Uh, no, the evil guild of evil. No, some guy was challenging him like, Hey, so I stayed at the park. I waited four or five minutes for you to show up and you didn't show. You, You don't want to fight your nemesis. And he's like, first of all, you're not my nemesis. All right. Dr. Hammer is. And second of all, Dr. Hammer. Uh, Captain, Captain Hammer. Hammer. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, and uh, second of all, there's kids in that park. So <laughs> I was like, so right off the bat, you get to feel like, I don't think he's as bad as he thinks he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to be bad. Right. In a good way. Right. So that, that's, and that's a perfect setup for who this character is because he's, he's trying to be bad. He wants to be bad, but he has so many non-bad characteristics. And you see that his, the struggle throughout the entire show. And it's, it's it's a and Neil Patrick Harris is perfect for this because he plays all yes. the emotions very well. Very very entertaining, very very great actor. Yeah, even to the very point versatile. Even to the point where he's doing this uh, this blinking thing, where it's like um, a nervous tick when he's around people. That uh, he he does this weird. Um, uh, he does he does this thing. He has a tick twitch. Yeah, where he he blinks heavily and uh, to to make him. Not threatening, which which is again as a bad guy. This is setting off the as far as checklist of what you should have to be a bad guy. He's he's not checking many boxes here. He he's very great at projecting the internal struggle in him. Yes, from the scene where he runs, where he's trying to uh, do the heist on the van, and he throws that electric. Uh, thing on top of the van. He's trying to control the van with his phone. Yeah. And it was a penny walks up yep. and wants him to sign a petition. And he's struck. You can see the internal struggle. It's like, Oh, I got to do this, but Oh, but I've had a crush on you forever. And you're talking to me. Yes. You know, it's like, and, and even oh while, gosh. even when that whole thing starts off, he's trying to like play it cool. He's like, Hey, I know you. Oh yes, you do. No, you don't. Do you maybe? Hello. Um, yeah, maybe <laughs> he's, he's, he goes through all the different ranges of how am I going to play this? Oh, you're from the laundry room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I've noticed you every once in a while. Yeah, Tuesdays and Thursdays yeah. from five to seven, except for two days in <laughs> January in which you didn't show up. I mean, I don't know. Do you know me? Maybe. Hello? <laughs> he, he toes the line perfectly while being yeah. distracted. And then he signs a petition. He turns around. And she's gone. Yeah. And his vans run away that he's but, trying to heist. That, that was one of the things. Uh, now, granted, the, the rest of this uh, movie doesn't lend anything to reality. But when, no. he, when he threw that tracker, I was just like, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> he's, he's like in an he's alley. He's a super villain. <laughs> he, he throws it and it just like perfectly glides across a block, maybe like two a, blocks. A football field away. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then lands on the car. That was one of those like, meh. But also, it fits with this movie because it's like yeah, <laughs> exactly none of, none of this makes sense. I mean, come on, he's building a freeze ray. Yeah, yes, and he has to turn the freeze ray into a death ray. Right. Uh, 
that that was the, the whole freeze ray song at the that was and also kind of cute little thing where it shows uh, uh the email uh, this was uh this was Johnny Snow I think was asking him who's this girl the her you're always saying I'm going to show her and then you see him kind of like oh oh no vulnerable oh and they they go into that yeah the song Every of the laundromat every time you sing the song da 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 start shimming and everything yeah they start singing to each other on the other side of the wall oh no that that comes that comes later this is in the laundromat with the uh with my freeze way i will stop the pain and anyway uh let's yeah, so so uh, back at the uh, so he gets he signs it, Penny disappears, and then the song comes on with a uh, man's got to do. Uh, which what a man's got to do! It, it's a nice build. It starts off slow, and then then we get introduced to this glorious bastard, <laughs> my the, man, the quote unquote protagonist of the movie, uh, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's. Well, see, and that's another good thing this movie does because the protagonist to me was Neil Patrick Harris, even though he's the bad guy. He's the guy you end up rooting for. But then here comes the superhero, the good guy, Captain Well, Hammer. that's because the superhero is a douchebag. Yes. <laughs> the, and, and the whole premise of the movie is like, okay, you got Neil Patrick Harris who's thriving to be evil, evil, but he's good. Yeah. He's got too much good in him to be evil. And then you have this hero, Captain Hammer, Who's just an egotistical, narcissistic, you know, fucking dumbass? <laughs> he's he's a corporate tool. Yeah, <laughs> a hammer. Yeah. yeah. So, so we get introduced to him. He jumps on top of the truck or the van, uh, and it has this whole kind of thing about before he saves the day. Everybody, please first look at me, appreciate me. I'm the best. Nobody worry. Everything's fine because I'm here. And look at me with my hair flowing in the wind. <laughs> he breaks up the machine. And then the, the car goes out of control and is about to hit Penny. And this is when Neil Patrick Harris has his, his phone reactivates and, the, and the, hits the brakes on the car just in time for, to save Penny, basically. While yeah. Captain Hammer throws her into a pile of trash cans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then claims that he saved her. Yeah. And then... Well, I don't know if he claimed that he saved her, but she got out of there and goes... <gasps> You saved me because she didn't realize that Neil Patrick Harris, Dr. Uh, Horrible, yeah. stopped the van himself. Right. Because the oh, van no. was coming. She, he, she got thrown clear into the garbage and then the car stopped. <laughs> so she didn't see anything happen. She, she comes yeah. to, sees the trucks, the, the car stopped and Captain Hammer's there. And th- this, was, this was a great little nuanced thing that I, I didn't notice the first time I watched it. That Captain Hammer, he's just kind of singing his own praises for the first like – 10 seconds and then he looks at her and is like oh wait you're actually hot now I'm interested <laughs> yeah so at first he's he like pretend, yeah. he pretended like he stopped the van yeah right. <laughs> I didn't catch that the first time yeah because you know you, 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 you pan is Neil Patrick Harris Dr. Horrible he get, gains control of the van stops it and Dr. Hammer pretends like oh hey look nobody's seeing okay yeah I stopped the van yeah you know yeah. <laughs> now, you're both, now you're both calling him Dr. Hammer <laughs> oh I mean Captain, Captain Hammer Captain sorry. Hammer yeah see what you did to me Adam yeah. you did that to me last week that's how it got in my head you said Captain Hammer or oh, damn it no, ah! Captain Hammer <laughs> <laughs> see we've been correcting you since last week <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah, so Captain Hammer pretends that he stopped the van and, like you said, looks over at Penny. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, you're hot. Yeah, I'll yeah. take credit for this. Yeah, then you even hear Neil Patrick Harris in the background, stop looking at her that way. And that's when, like, all right, now he's screwed. And then comes the song. This is, and this is a song that Alexis and I sing uh, constantly. It's the, uh, the look around where – and it, it's, a, it's a perfect it, – it's, it's a very kind of even melody. But then you have when – Dr. Horrible singing it, it's a very negative song. And then when, when Penny's singing it, it's a very positive song. And, and, and that, I think that's why it jumped out to me so much because I, I love things that are on opposite sides. Do you guys them. know the words so much that when you're singing together, opposite words or different words, you can – Yes. Yeah. So okay. she, she sings Penny's parts. I sing Dr. Horrible's parts. and they, Over each other. Over each other and to each other and harmonizing with each other. And it becomes this beautiful thing. It's well, it's I mean, nice. your father and daughter, you should be able to harmonize a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice. And, be, and because 
uh, at the time anyway, uh, when Alexis and I were first learning this, this, this song together, I think it reflected more of our views at the time where she was a more positive person. I was a negative kind of person. Uh, so it fit now. I think just at the time, at the time, I think now we would both be seeing Dr. Horrible's parts, uh, because <laughs> she, she's a teenager now and everything sucks. See? <laughs> but it, it we was, need to expose her to a little bit more elevant love medley. <laughs> it's a very splendid thing. <laughs> <laughs> All you need is love. True. All you need is love. That'd be that'd be a good movie to do. Yeah. Ooh. More musicals? I might have to wait a while for next. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we can get Maestro back for all the ninja movies. Ninja horse. We're gonna start our musical block of uh, episodes. (laughs) (laughs) In the words of Peter Griffin. Now, stop it! Stop it! Right. Uh, also, it was uh, I put a note in this scene uh, when when Penny's being all positive, uh, she's at a soup kitchen with uh, with Captain Hammer, and then in the back you can see uh, Doctor Horrible. He takes over as one of the the soup people, uh, pouring soup in the background. Except he, <laughs> you caught that too, right? Yes. <laughs> what, what did you see, Master? Explain the scene. Okay. No. No. Which Which one are you on? Are you talking about Captain Captain uh, Captain Hammer doing it? Uh, no. Doctor Horrible is in the back of the soup kitchen while they're singing okay. the song. All right. Yeah, so basically, uh, as they're singing the song, Dr. Horrible is actually pouring soup for the people, but he's not actually pouring soup at all. <laughs> he's basically, he's taking the ladle, putting this, holding the soup, and he has the bowl in the other hand, and he just pours it right back into the, the, the pot, and just gives him a, a, a empty pot bowl. Yes, he's not feeding them at all. <laughs> That was a nice little kind of bitterness. I mean, you see him like, uh, he, and then later on, he's spying in the bushes uh, <laughs> on them. But that was that was a cute little. Well, it's it's weird it's to say cute, cute because he, he's, he's he's stalking, but it's I mean it's it's cute <laughs> for no, the purpose of the this, this whole time, what I think is funny is Doctor Horrible has his disguise. He looks like a scientist with those goggles, <laughs> and. Captain Hammer doesn't have a disguise. He's got a shirt with a hammer on it yeah, and gloves and gloves. Right. And th- then you fast forward to the scene where uh, Dr. Horrible's trying not to interact with Captain Hammer. Yeah. Because he doesn't want him to realize who he is. Yeah. Like, Hey, you don't have a mask. Right. <laughs> you know, everybody knows you are who you are with or without the goggles over your head. Right. Not to mention you have, you have a goddamn blog <laughs> yeah, <laughs> showing your face constantly. See, that's what I don't get, man. I mean, like this whole time, they even said that Dr. Hor- that Dr. Horrible's blog, that Captain Hammer and the LA and the P- whatever PD were watching at the same time, which means they know what he looks like. Yeah. They know what he sounds like. They know what he's going to do. When they had that scene where he's like, maybe you shouldn't have said what you had, what, what yeah. you were going to do, because then the cops wouldn't have been there waiting for you. <laughs> right. Because when he got the first message from a bad horse, uh, you need to do a display of evilness. So he was like, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show up at the town hall meeting or whatever ceremony, and I'm going to use my freeze ray. And then it cuts to, um, freeze ray needs work. <laughs> it takes time to warm up. Plus, I guess they listened to my blog, so they knew it was going to be there. So, it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, very well thought out. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was so perfectly cut. He's like, here it goes. I'm going to prove myself to Bad Horse. Oh, no. Wasn't it after the disaster with the van, Bad Horse came back and said, oh, yeah, that wasn't good enough. You're going to actually have to kill somebody. Yes. Right. Uh, we saw the operation they tried to pull today, but your humiliation means he still votes nay. So now assassination <laughs> is still the only way. <laughs> there will be blood. It might be yours. So go kill someone signed bad horse. <laughs> 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 Which, by the way, that was a phone call. He got a phone call in the middle of that. Uh, no, it, it, was, it was because of that. Because the, his plan got foiled at City Hall uh, where everybody saw his blog um, and bad horse calls him or uh, – and tells him you need to kill somebody. 
And then we see those guys come in and they're, they're doing the bouncing yeah. around, reading bad it. Horse. Bad horse. And then it ends with signed bad horse. But he's on a phone call. That's, that's that was what it was like. <laughs> How do you? You don't. You can't sign in a phone call. That, that, that was another note that I had. I was like, uh, not unless that's uh, the fun. way bad horse operated. <laughs> I do like when they got to the guild of evil of evil. Yes, and you have all these villain <laughs> villainous looking characters sitting at a table, and at the head of the table is bad horse <laughs> which is horse. an actual horse that was fantastic yeah that was such a good play on their part <laughs> <laughs> by the way i do have a list of the other people that were there oh uh we had uh professor normal fake thomas jefferson tie-dye fury lika uh snake bite and Bad Horse. And there was another one, I think it was called Dead Bowie was the other one. Ooh. Which was the the girl uh, that looked like Bowie, but it was dead. Uh, yeah, I was, I, was, I was trying to find out, are those based on anybody else? But no, it's just, that's their names in the credits here. But that was fun. Uh, what else we got? So. He's got to kill somebody. Yeah, so he has to kill somebody. So. Now he goes to the laundromat and uh, talking to Penny again. Uh, I'm trying to get this job, and it's kind of frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, all the while you can see they're making a connection. Yes, and Penny seems to be a little bit distraught. Like I've got this connection with you, uh, Doctor Horrible, mm-hmm. but she doesn't know he's Doctor Horrible, Billy. But yeah, but this guy. Is just so dreamy. Yeah. And so they have this interaction in the, the, the laundromat and they're doing laundry together. And then she starts talking. He's like, well, are you going to see him again? Oh, he's going to be stopping by here. Yeah. That's where he's a freak out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got to go. What about your laundry? Oh, it'll wait. <laughs> oh, look at my wrist. I need to leave. <laughs> oh, look at my wrist. <laughs> Oh, it's great. And then on his way out, uh, uh, Captain Hammer catches him, realizes who he is, and realizes that he has a crush on Penny. And he's like, oh, I'm going to take her to Pound Town. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to find out. She's going to see the hammer, and the hammer is not my fist. Then he walks off. It's my penis. It's my penis. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I, oh. I told you, I, I watched the... Uh, uh, the Comic-Con uh, panels after this, after watching Dr. Horrible. And one of the questions for Joss Whedon was, because he also directed the Avengers, and <laughs> they asked him, did you ever have to have a conversation with Crib, uh, Chris Hemsworth about what his hammer actually was? <laughs> he said basically like, no, Chris, Chris knew what his hammer was. <laughs> it's definitely his penis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, I'll have to. I have to say that Captain Hammer, the guy who played Captain Hammer, um, played a very good douchebag. Yeah, that's uh, that's he, he's so good at it. And one of the things that he said on the commentary when he said that Josh Whedon is the only director ever that asked him, "You need to be cheesier. <laughs> Give me more cheese. Give me more cheese." Because <laughs> it was perfect for that part. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, oh. So doc- Dr. Horrible has to create a death ray now. Yeah. So he has to kill somebody. And up to this point, he was kind of struggling with it. But then once Captain Hammer, or, yeah, once Captain Hammer kind of confronts him at the laundromat, he realizes, oh, I know who I can kill. And I'll feel great about it. And, yeah. And there's a whole great song there as well. Well, and it's because you, you see the internal struggle that Dr. Horrible is having. He knows the type of person that Captain Hammer is. Right. Yes. But uh, society thinks he's the greatest. Oh my God, because they're blinded by, you know, him saving people and, and doing stuff. And they don't see that he's just an egotistical maniac. And, and to quote a phrase from Wreck-It Ralph, which Maestro loves to quote constantly, uh, but, <laughs> but, but flipping it slightly, just because he's a good guy doesn't mean 
he's a good guy. <laughs> so that's what uh, Doctor Horrible realizes. And all right, I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill Captain Hammer. And and then they have this great little montage of like all those times you beat me up, I'm gonna get you back for it. And then there's a montage of uh, Doctor Horrible getting beat up by by Captain <laughs> Hammer in various ways, which ends in a giant wedgie. Even. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so so now we're we're moving on to the the, the, the basically the, the the final scene for all sakes and purposes, except for the outro. Now it's time for Doctor Horrible to confront Captain Hammer and kill him while they're at this uh, opening of the homeless shelter, like town, town hall meeting opening, something or other, right? And just just uh, just in case you felt bad for Captain Hammer up to this point. He has a song that makes you realize, <laughs> yes, I do not feel – I hope he dies. <laughs> yeah. It shows exactly what a douchebag, egotistical, narcissistic person he is. Yes. And you get the feeling that during that scene while he's singing the song, Penny realizes it as well. Absolutely. And in fact, there's a scene right before that where um, when – Dr. Horrible is singing his whole song about I'm going to kill Captain Hammer. There's like a, a long montage of time passing and you see Penny. Oh, no, no. It's a song about Penny kind of having regrets about, I don't know if I like this guy that much. Uh, sure, he's great, but is he great for me? That's basically her conflict. And she's at the laundromat and the door opens and she turns kind of, in my mind, hoping that Billy, Dr. Horrible, would walk <clears> in. Uh, but he doesn't because he's off making his death ray. So you, we see that she's kind of also pining over him a little bit, which is kind of like, all right, cool. Maybe the bad guy's going to win. <laughs> I have a weird question. Did you guys see the Froyo at the, when she was on that table in the laundry mat waiting for him? Right. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was, it was that scene. She had, the, she, had the, she had the frozen yogurt, and then the door opened, and she turns around, and she was hoping that Dr. Horrible or Billy would walk in the door, and he doesn't. So she had kind of like a, all right. I, get, I mean, everybody tells me he's great. Maybe this is my thing after um, – uh, what is it? After years of uh, stormy weather, have I finally found the bay? This is where I need to settle down with. Uh, but she seems conflicted about it. And then we get to the homeless shelter where Captain Hammer is like, hey, everybody's a hero. Uh, In their own way. But but first of all, I'm a hero. I mean, you guys are but, cool. <laughs> um, everybody's a hero in their own way, yeah. but not like me. In their own, not <laughs> that heroic way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Everyone's you a hero. And you, you and you, especially yeah. me. <laughs> yes, and mostly me and you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's about he's at he's at the end of his song. Everyone's a hero in there, and then freeze ray. <laughs> he gets frozen. Doctor Horrible comes out. Does a, a menacing song, uh, which oh my god, Neil Patrick Harris is so good at everything. Oh yeah, even, even he's this a showman. He is, is a showman. He is. He absolutely is. It's why in the first season of The Masked Singer, I thought the peacock for a long time was Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, all right. Because the guy just presented himself as such a showman. In fact, some of the panel judges in the first season of The Masked Singer thought it was Neil Patrick Harris. But then somebody brought up somebody else that I thought it could have been. And then I couldn't hear the voice of Neil Patrick Harris anymore when they brought up Donny Osmond. Oh, oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, Don, well, Donny Osmond's a showman as well. That's true, with his sister. Yeah, yeah. And, and it ended up, spoiler alert, the peacock in season one of The Masked Singer is Donny Osmond. Oh, not damn it, I was on season one. Wait, <laughs> episode one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's great, I've, still watch it. I've never seen it, but uh, I, I do want to see it. I, I've seen clips of people that I like on it, which makes me want to watch it. I, I think the most intriguing part about it is yourself trying to figure out who it is, mm. you know, cause you're trying and, and several times I'm closing my eyes, not watching the TV, just listening to the voice to see if I can get who it is. And then I've also thought, Oh, it'd be cool. If this person is on there, but no, I'd be able to tell right away that person. You okay. know what I mean? See, but, just by their voice. And my problem with that is I'm not huge into pop culture as far as voices and people, so I wouldn't be able to pick them out. 
unless it's, I heard dude, it's 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 not pop culture, dude. It's like all over the board. Yeah, but that's like, what I mean. I wouldn't be able to pick out these people because I, I probably wouldn't have heard of half of these people. Well, you don't have to come up with who it is just on their voice. They have clues and stuff like that throughout the whole, like they do this whole video before they perform. And in the video that they do, they're explaining who they are and there's clues. That I would enjoy. Okay. Now I'm on board. I didn't know about the part. I'm going to watch it now. Yeah, no, there's clues and stuff and then you got to pick up on the clues. Some of the clues are put in there to kind of throw you off. Okay. Kind of vague. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Back to the Dr. Horrible then. Okay. I, it's on so, my list. I, I will watch. He's right. Yeah. <clears throat> so he's doing this whole song uh, about how you guys are all sheep and you guys, you're going to fear me at, at some point. Uh, the, the one spoilers note that I have at one point, he says, uh, no sign of Penny. I, I wouldn't want her to see what I'm about to do. And then he says, uh, head up Billy buddy, which is something she said to him. So in this, in front of this crowd, he gives his name I mean, not that it's a huge mystery because he has a blog, so it's not exactly hard to find out who he is. But he does reveal his identity in this song, which to me was problematic for a supervillain. But we also know he's not the best supervillain. Uh, <laughs> or the typical supervillain. Right. He's the I anti-villain. mean, what other movie have you ever watched where the supervillain blogs what he's going to do? It would be a good alibi. If you were smart about it, if if you were blogging every day, that would be a good True. alibi. Because you could also pre-record blogs and re-release them as live while you were pulling off crimes. Why am I giving people ideas? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that's just what I would do if I was <laughs> if I was a villain. <laughs> I, I see your goggles on top of your head, right. but I don't know who you are. <laughs> they're very they're destructive <laughs> goggles. They're um, uh, it's a cloaking shield uh, filter. There you go. Yeah. So you're telling me you're a Romulan. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I've never heard that word before. <laughs> um, uh, humans are ugly, ugly creatures. Um, so you're a Ferengi. <laughs> For, oh, Ferengi. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> you're a human. Human. <laughs> human. <laughs> Damn it. I missed them up. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Rule okay. of acquisition number 125. <laughs> Uh, and this, this to me was brilliant, brilliant writing and uh, great comedic writing. Uh, writing. Uh, so he, he's doing this whole monologue after he freezes Captain Hammer and he's about to kill him. And he's getting his death ray ready. And then the freeze ray powers down. Functions. Yeah. And he turns around. That's not a good sound. Captain Hammer comes back to life, punches him across the room. He picks up his gun, puts his foot on his chest. And finishes the song <laughs> that he was in the middle of singing. Because <laughs> he gets frozen right before the last word. And then when he gets unfrozen, way <laughs> he finishes the song. I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh. I got such a kick out of that because it's it was it was subtle and it was it was almost over the top, but it was so perfect. It was perfectly executed. You couldn't have directed that any better. No. Oh my god. Uh, so so Captain Hammer takes the gun out and he's about to kill uh, Doctor Horrible. And I guess maybe Doctor Horrible was smart enough to put a, a fingerprint chip on the gun or something, <laughs> so it explodes when Captain Hammer tries to use it, and he flies off. Which Unfortunately, was, which yeah, but when Captain Hammer gets hit, he uh, talking about cheese and like give me more cheese. He was so cheesy in this. Oh, I'm in pain. Oh my god, that that really hurts. Yeah. Oh my god, I've never felt pain before. I think this is what pain is. <laughs> help me, somebody maternal, please help me. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> It exposed him for what a baby he is. Yes. And as he flees the scene and Dr. Horrible's like, holy crap, I think I just won. I really liked this churn because it didn't see it coming. The whole rest of the movie up to this point was happy-go-lucky kind of thing. And then we find out the explosion got Penny. 
Yes. Penny's got the shrapnel inside of her. And now uh, Dr. Horrible goes up to her like, no, 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 why? <laughs> and as a final dagger to his heart, she says, don't worry. Captain Hammer will save us. <laughs> like, ah, ah. <laughs> And the end. Yeah, but th- but this but then this is when you Patrick Harris uh, again. He's so amazing. You see the pain on his face for the for the rest of this. He he's just distraught and <clears throat> destroyed about everything. And even the lyrics are are very potent. Even even watching it again today, I got emotional during this last scene. Seeing Neil Patrick Harris's performance of it, it, it was. I got what I wanted. This is fantastic. But I also am dead inside now. And the the last thing you see of them is he's singing this grand ballad of like, I've won and everything is going to be okay. And I feel, cut back to him in the in the basement. Fine. It was, and then <laughs> credits. It was it was it was a perfect ending to show that how he was still human. Uh, and he's a bad guy, but he's not so bad. He feels things, and that's well, the not necessarily. Thing. I mean, don't you recall that most uh, villains come from some sort of traumatic experience as well? Yep. I we, mean, like not even just villains, superheroes too. Some of them. I mean, yeah, most of them actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, every the superhero way- and villain is created through some sort of tragedy. The way yeah, the way heroes and villains are created is through tragedy. It's the choice that they make in every story which road they decide to go down. Right. I will prevent this from happening again or I will punish everybody that did this. Exactly. That's where it comes down to. Mm-hmm. My question is this, guys. Because now we made that statement, what would you be? Would you be a villain or would you be a hero? Um, I uh, honestly, I've, I've I've had things in my life happen where I've could have gone down either road and be vengeful and 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 stuff like that. And I think for a moment, in every instant, I have that feeling of "fuck you." I'm never letting this happen again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want anybody to get through it. But then internally. I don't let it overtake me. You know, I'm like, you know what? Because that, that phrase comes out the, uh, what's the, how does the phrase go? The, uh, best revenge is to show them you're happy. Right. Uh, I, that always rings in my head <sighs> when I'm feeling angry. It hardly ever wins. Uh, I, I, I'm, I think at my core, I'm very, I'm a very vengeful person, but, that's in the moment. Yes. Once things calm down, I don't seek that vengeance anymore. It's, it's an instinct that I, I don't follow through on. Yeah. See, and I'm, I'm of the instinct of, I, I, I don't like letting people have that much control over me. If that makes any sense. What okay, you do to me, what you do to me, I don't want you to have that much control over me and my happiness and my life. And, and, you know, I don't want to give you the satisfaction of knowing that you've destroyed a part of me or you've hurt a part of me or damaged a part of me. Um, I'm going to I'm going to piss you off even more. And this may be vengeful, but I'm going to piss you oh. off even more by showing you. Had no effect on me. <laughs> I'm going to turn I'm going to turn the cheek. I I'm, I'm going to be the better person and go on with my life and someday I don't know when it's going to happen but you're going to look and be like fuck. I did all that and nothing and now he's living a better life than me? Right. Yeah, there there's um there's an instance that uh <clears throat> the two of you were involved in that I had a lot of vengeful thoughts inside of me uh, about something that happened to, to me. And oh, okay. I thought I did something. All right, cool. No, no. And instead of going down the destructive route, I went through the positive route of I'm going to just continue as I have. And then eventually I saw the person that I was wanting to take vengeance on 
I, I, I passed them at a certain point. And, and there's actually a picture on our, on our Instagram of us cheersing at a bar when that moment happened where it was kind of like a, hey, we came through, look at, look at us now. I, instead of going negative, I went positive, and I ended up a better person because of it. And we were, we were all, uh, it, it felt better to not go the negative route, to go the positive route. And uh, this is back when I had a giant beard. <laughs> I, I think if, if, it looks like Mish is trying to look up the picture. But uh, good times. But I, I, I think if, if I were ever to be a villain, I would be Doctor Horrible because I would be horrible at being a villain, and, and my my good nature would would be my detriment, and I would end up being a horrible villain because my good nature would come out and be like, "Nah, you can't do those things." There's kids, in and that I park. think I think the villain that I would be would be Captain Hammer. Oh, okay, <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. O- over like just over cheery and confident about everything. Yeah, and, and deep down inside, I have that vengeance in me. You know, like. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be better than you. And I'm going to make sure everybody knows it. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's that's how I feel. Yeah. But I mean, that that would I I hate to say that not hate to say, but that's that's the way I used to be. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. Until the learning that I've done. You know, and the more you learn about what each route or each road would take you and what you truly want to be. Well, this road is going to take you there. That's not truly who you want to be. So you've got to force yourself to uh, quote unquote, be the better person. Right. Yeah. And it, it is one, one path leads you villain, which the villain ends up getting captured except for in this instance he doesn't get captured but he loses everything that he really wanted he gets he gets in the evil of evil guild right, right. but he loses the girl he loves yeah okay that's the villain you, you you lose you lose yeah now now i can't really consider captain hammer a hero i'm sorry in this movie he's not a hero no not at all the anti-hero <clears throat> Yeah, the the hero ends up saving the day and does it many times through their life until they become the guide to the next hero. Right. So, anything else you want to talk about before we move on to the rest of the the show here? I think we're no. basically done here. I think we I think we covered. Yeah. All the wonderfulness of this Wonderful movie, 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 yeah. movie, movie, pod me, M- pod, pod, web, web cast movie, web, web series. All right. Well, it's a web, it's a web, a web V web, web V. All right. So, uh, this is going to be interesting because, th- because this was a web series, there's no theatrical release. So we can't do most of the games that we did. There, there's no critic reviews. Uh, there are, there are audience reviews that none on Rotten Tomatoes. I did find some on IMDb, uh, which, it's weird, but I'm going to read you the reviews. So you're not going to against, you're not going to guess the critic score, only the audience score for this one. Okay. So, and I want to give you a little bit of uh, information here. So I'm going to start with the bad reviews. I found two, only two, bad reviews on IMDb. This is from uh, Christina's online stuff thirty. Okay, I'm going to put this lightly. This is literally the stupidest film I have ever watched. The plot is hard to follow. It starts slow. The humor in it is not funny whatsoever. It's all perverted, childish, or dumb. If you actually appreciate decent musicals, do not watch this. It's a waste of time. I honestly don't know how. I don't know why the reviews are so high. The characters are not at all personable. It's extremely slow, cheesy, boring, and not interesting or engaging. This person is dead. Yeah, uh, this person does not have a funny bone, a sense of humor in their body. Yeah. Oh, them be fighting words. <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, literally, when when I'm watching a comic and stuff like that, um, if, if you have a comic that's making fart jokes and shit jokes the whole time, that that to me is funny in a moment. 
but not the whole time. Right. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, there are comics that can insert male and female that can insert a fart joke or a shit joke into their whole routine and it'd be downright hilarious, Yes, but they don't continue with it because it's just a moment. Now this person who put this review in there needs to get laid, needs to have some humor (laughs) in her life. Or his life, his life or her life. I don't know who it is. It Christine. could be a transgender person. I am okay. not uh, sexual oriented in any way. Whatever. This person <laughs> needs to, uh, oh my gosh, needs to develop a funny bone. Yeah. Now, uh, stop being so serious. But I just want to uh, hone in on this perverted part. As, as far as perverted, anything perverted in this movie, the, uh, the fact that he said balls one time and said the hammer's my penis. Or my penis. No, that's I mean. The, the, that's, as, that's as far as it gets perverted. But I wouldn't even say it's perverted. It's not. I think that's, that's you're right. slapstick funny. It's the closest you, know? you can get to quote unquote perverted and this person's an idiot. All right. Uh, S.D. Harden. I think it would be. Fu- I think it'd be funny if in this movie, if Neil Patrick Harris said, "That's gay." <laughs> you know what I mean? That Absolutely. would be. That would be ironically funny. Yeah. So uh, S.D. Harden three. Another bad review. One of two. Wow. I hardly know what to say after reading all the other comments here. We rented this thing from Netflix. Oh, this is back wow, when Netflix though. was giving DVDs. I guess. Oh, two thousand nine, maybe. Having no idea that it was only 43 minutes long. So right off the bat, I was more than a little tickled that we wasted a rental on something so short. However, it came so highly recommended from their site that I was looking forward to it. Yes, there are some witty song lyrics, and some of the music was even fairly nice. But overall, this was a waste of, well, 43 minutes. I can't recommend this to anyone other than maybe bored 12-year-olds who enjoy scatological humor. What? Poop, poop humor, dude. Poop humor. Toilet humor. Yeah, scatological is is, is poop, and yes. uh, poop and peeing. There's there's not there's not that. There was none of that. No, I don't. Okay, okay. I'm That's not, what I'm saying. I my point exactly. I just made idiots. These right. people. Let's move have on. No funny bone. On to the good reviews. By the way, uh, as far as bad reviews, these are one star reviews and ten star reviews. IMDb has a one through ten ranking. So, out of the one-star ranking, there were two. Out of the ten-star ranking, there's 28. I, cho- I chose... How about the five-star ranking? Uh, I didn't look at that. You screwed up. <laughs> All right. This you're, not giving from, us, you're not giving us a good, no, you know, feel. I'm telling you it's two versus 28 from one to ten. So, you can... Who cares? Uh, this is from C. Young Johnson, 20. I read Josh Whedon and his brothers were bored during the writer's strike last season and came up with the idea for Dr. Horrible sing-along blog. All I can say is at least one phenomenal thing came out of that strike. This three-part comedy drama with music is the most entertaining thing I've seen all summer. NPH is absolutely inspired as the not-so-horrible Dr. Horrible. Nathan Fillion is as adorable as ever as Captain Hammer, but he gets to reach in and find some shallowness too. All right, that's a better review. Oh, it's a good review. It should be. Uh, here's Booth is my angel eleven. I honestly didn't know what I was getting myself into when I first sat down at my computer to watch this. I had heard that Joss Whedon had created it, and I was a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer series, but I didn't know what I was about to what it was about or anything. Forty five minutes later, I was completely blown away. The songs, writing, and acting are just amazing. It made me laugh. I nearly cried. It's so creative. It has superheroes in it, which I love. If you're someone who isn't sure about it, just watch Dr. Horrible Sing Along blog anyway. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Dr. Horrible has a PhD in horribleness and awesomeness. <laughs> well done. It's a good one. All right, so those are the reviews from the audience, which is what we're going to be guessing now. Once again, two bad reviews, 28 good reviews. What do you think the audience rated this movie? This is based on Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience, in this case only the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, 85 and up is certified fresh. What do you want to guess first? 
Wait, wait, no, wait, you're guessing wait, the audience. Sorry, wait, I gotta my script. I gotta alter my script. Apologies. <laughs> uh, audience score. What do you think you got? Um, you go first this time, Maestro, because I went first uh, last time. Ninety. Ninety. All right. I was gonna say eighty-three. Higher, or lower. You going? You going eighty-three? Yeah. Audience rated this at certified fresh with. 96%. Wow. As I agree. it deserves. you damn right. All right. We're going to skip Paul Giovanni and Gary Oldman because we're not taking anybody else. That goes movie. to show those two bad reviews are stupid. Yeah, they're, they're so dumb. They're All so right. stupid. All right. Since uh, we don't have the critics and we also don't have box office figures, I'm going to give you some little extra bits of trivia here. We have uh, quite a few trivia. Dr. Horrible Singalong Blog garnered the first ever Emmy win for Joss Whedon. Despite both his long and critically acclaimed career as a writer, director, and producer of many television shows, and the fact that it did not actually air on television. That's awesome. Web series got an Emmy. Times have been changing, man. Uh, Dr. Horrible's Stun Ray. Oh, this one might be good for Maestro here. I'm not sure oh? if uh, Cowboy has seen this or not. Dr. Horrible's Stun Ray which he later turns into a death ray, is the stun gun carried by Alliance Troopers and Firefly, but held upside down. Oh, lovely. Yes. On the DVD, the ELE warning that flashes on the screen during the FBI warning, (laughs) it reads, this video disc is designated for evil purposes only, and any and all non-evil use will result in immediate self-hatred. Evil rule of evil number 24B states that any and all infringements constitute an extreme offense with a maximum penalty of up to five nails driven into the offending skull and a $250,000 fine. Don't be a hero. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's great. uh, Another little quick one. Neil Patrick Harris did all of his own stunts. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> He's little, versatile. Remember the little like snippet section where they saw him get beat up by Captain Hammer the whole time? Yes. Uh, during the commentaries that I was watching, uh, Nathan Fillion was talking about how great Neil Patrick Harris is and how great of an actor he is. That even when he was being punched, in between the punches, you could see Neil Patrick Harris's face kind of like have to get stunned, come back. Pretend he's going to say something and then get punched again. <laughs> and he, he had all those emotions on his face every single time when he got punched. Oh, <laughs> good times. Let's see. The DVD, the DVD commentary. Oh, I, I remember that, that fact. <laughs> the DVD commentary. DVD is a hard word to say because I don't know what it is anymore. Uh, it consists of a second musical score in which the cast and crew sing their comments about the on-screen action. What? I need to buy this DVD. <laughs> I will buy this DVD. And in fact, I am going to buy it on Amazon. But before I buy it on Amazon, I'm going to go to our webpage first. Click on the banner on our webpage. It takes you to Amazon. Do your shopping as normal. And anything you buy doesn't cost you anything extra, but we get a percentage, so it helps support the show. Yay! 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 All right, here's another one uh, Dr. Horrible's lab coat is the same coat that Simon Tam uses to disguise himself as a doctor in Firefly. Oh, that's like the first two episodes. Nice. Yes. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris unsuccessfully auditioned for the role of Simon Tam, by the way. Oh. That would have been interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, last one here for you Buffy fans. Sarah Michelle Geller makes a secret cameo in the town hall scene. No. She's the woman wearing the sunglasses and wig next to the groupies. Oh, that was her? She was simply oh. visiting the set that day and wound up getting involved in the scene spontaneously. Nice. Oh, fun. All right. So, when it makes the world go round, but because this film was released for free, there are no box office figures. Oh. This is. Uh, my guess is zero. Zero. <laughs> Do I win both showcases? Yes. I, I, I do want to say here, though, this, this did win quite a bit of awards and was nominated for quite a bit of awards. Uh, this won the Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Special Class Short Form Live Action Entertainment 
programs. During a strike. During a strike. That's right. It oh, also Joss. won a Hugo Award for Best Dramatic Presentation in <clears throat> Short Film. It also won the People's Choice Award for Favorite Online Sensation and the Streamy Awards in 2009. Best Male Actor, Neil Patrick Harris. Best Director, Joss Whedon. Best Writing for a Comedy Web Series, Marissa Tancheron, Jed Whedon, Joss Whedon, and Jack Whedon. That's right. The entire family wrote this together. Also, Best Editing for Web Series for Lisa Lasek. Best Cinematography and Web Series for Ryan Green. Best Original Music and Web Series for Jed Whedon. Oh. A lot of, lot of winning here. A lot of Whedons. My question is, my question is, since they were in strike and it's a web series, did the the Wheatons have to put up all the money for it? From what I've seen of this, it was done basically all at the Wheaton household. And was it like done pro bono? Like Neil Patrick Harris is like, sure, I'll do it. You don't have to pay me. Yes. In in fact, there was a story, (laughs) there was was a little uh, anecdote that Nathan Fillion got a call. And he saw on the caller ID, it was Joss Whedon. And he picked up the phone saying, yes, whatever it is, I'll do it. <laughs> and that was for this project. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then uh, Neil Patrick Harris was also saying, as soon as he answered the phone, like, yes. And Joss Whedon went on to explain it. And then <laughs> Neil Patrick was like, I said yes two times already. What, why are you still explaining this to me? <laughs> <laughs> that's great i think that's what makes it even better because uh, knowing that these actors did it for the love of what they do not the money they're right. going to get out of it absolutely uh one more thing i wanted to mention uh felicia day uh it was said when in the videos that i was watching that when she was singing the the soundtracks for the songs that she had mm-hmm. to do josh whedon had to tell her you're singing way too well the character of Penny isn't as confident as you are, so we need to bring it down. <laughs> so apparently she's, a, she's an amazing singer, and they had to tell her, stop being so amazing. The character's not that amazing. You need to tone it down. So it's, oh my that's, God. That's awesome. All around. This is an amazing, amazing little uh, short film. Uh, good times. It's, from what I saw of the making of the movie, they all had a good time doing it. And from the Comic-Con panels, everybody loved it. Everybody loved it. Oh, yeah. More cheese. Yeah, more cheese. <laughs> more cheese. <laughs> Another thing uh, from the Comic-Con panels, they asked Nathan Fillion, every character you play has a certain level of confidence. What is it that you do to bring that out? And how does it work for you? Uh, and it's also funny. And Nathan Fillion's response was, I find it hard to make people laugh, but I find it easily to make them laugh at me. <laughs> So I just pretend like I know what I'm talking about and play it that way, and everybody laughs. So, so basically, he he he's perfected the idiot that everybody loves, and that makes sense. It's 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 so perfect. Damn it! If it you have not seen this sense. movie, you need to watch it. Watch the behind the scenes, uh, and apparently, there's there's a whole fad also where people are recreating this online. Really, that people are acting out this entire series. With them and their friends, which uh, maybe I mean, I'd be okay to do that with you guys if, <laughs> one of these days. Since I'm the token white boy, do I get to be Doctor Horrible? Yes, yeah, I, I think you do, and I have to be. That means, what does that mean? Hammer, you're Captain Hammer. You're yes. Captain Hammer. I guess I can play Penny. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not kissing you. <laughs> I mean, I I don't have to kiss you, but I can have a love interest in you. <laughs> But I think I would get really jealous of Maestro kissing you. Mm. I don't think they ever kiss this on screen. This might work out. <laughs> yeah, no, hold on. They don't kiss on screen ever. I don't think that's a thing. Uh, oh, but he's got the hammer, which you like. <laughs> you like his hammer. All right. So That means penis. That was... Oh my god! What have I got myself into? Maybe we don't do this. Maybe we don't need to recreate it and just leave it as it is. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can get Paul Giamatti or uh, you know Gary Oldman, yeah, Gary Oldman to play yeah. your part since you don't want to. 
I would love to see Paul Giamatti as Penny. That would be hilarious to me. <laughs> but I love Felicia Day too much to take her out of the movie. So that's why we were. Uh, we maybe, didn't take, we, maybe we can get Felicia Day to play your part. <gasps> Ooh. She would have to study me to play my part, which I'm okay with. <laughs> mm, I'm very okay with study that. Study done. Yeah. No, All right. So that was uh, 2008's Dr. Horrible Sing Along blog directed by Joss Whedon. Check out our website, Rat Pack podcast.com slash spoilers follow us on twitter facebook and instagram at spoilers show check out and subscribe to our youtube channel rat pack productions write to us via email spoilers at rat pack dot productions for any questions opinions or movie requests please rate and review the sh- please rate and review the show on apple Podcasts. any recommendation you give us through your review we'll go to the top of our list and watch it before any other movie next week we're watching another movie which i'm hoping is going to be a good one Muffet's Treasured Island. No. Oh. This this is a major choice. It is? You didn't choose it directly, but you have mentioned it recently, and Uh-oh. I found it on a list of movies that are underrated. Uh-oh. So we are going to be doing this one. Uh-oh. Please do not disappoint me, Maestro. What? This is from 2002. Uh-oh. It is The Count of Monte Cristo. Oh. <laughs> See, that was a good movie. That's, All right. That's... Okay. My research shows me that it is a good movie. Uh, I saw it a very long time ago, so I don't know. You mentioned it while we were off the air, so now that's the movie we're choosing. Oh, oh. look at my wrist. It's time to... Uh... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. All right, guys. So thanks for hanging out. Uh, until next time, I'm Adam. I'm, I'm Cowboy. Oh. And I'm hopelessly... I'm Adam. Maestro. I'm Cowboy. I'm Maestro. Does that make me Cowboy? Yay! Yay! <laughs> what?